Hello and welcome to the Happy Little Futures podcast. As I'm trying to make normal, <laughs> let's start this episode with a nice deep breath in and out. And hopefully that's helped to just reset you to get this podcast going and have a bit of time just either for some mental clarity, a moment to relax or just for something for you whilst you're tidying up and speaking of tidying up (laughs) so this this episode i'm going to talk to you a bit about our house (laughs) which sounds boring um and maybe not what you're thinking of but i'm sure i've mentioned in the past about the fact that your environment can affect your like mental health a lot and it definitely affects my anxiety and my mental health and how much of a snappy mom I can be or whatever sort of a mom. I'm not I'm not an overly snappy mom, but if that if the environment is not tidy, if if there is not space, if it feels like I've got three million people standing in my personal space, even if actually they're just in the same room as me, but there is so much other stuff in that room that I can't feel like I can breathe then at that point yes i will probably snap and go just get out the kitchen which is what i think a lot of mums and a lot of dads probably find themselves saying on a regular basis <laughs> i don't think that's just me so so our house has been we moved in uh almost two years ago now actually which considering i still say well we've not long moved in which is why it's a mess um actually is quite a while and maybe it should be tidier by this point so we moved in two years ago we moved into a three-bedroom house with a bathroom downstairs one living area downstairs and a small kitchen and two double bedrooms and one single bedroom our thought was little man eventually will sleep in the little bedroom on his own the girls can share a double bedroom which now will probably end up being our double bedroom because that might be the easiest one to split in half with a curtain or with whatever we feel like doing it with probably a Kallax unit knowing me um if you haven't discovered ikea Kallax units it's probably safest if you don't just because they can become rather addictive and your whole house as we are slowly discovering can end up being our solution is well let's get rid of this piece of furniture which is nice and let's get a Kallax for that space. <laughs> so if you like nice furniture, stick to the nice furniture before you start changing to just IKEA stuff all the time. Not that IKEA stuff isn't nice. As I as I said, our whole house is slowly reverting to be just these Kallax units. Um if you don't know what one is, it's like those square box units. So anyway, I'm gonna stop being an advert for IKEA, which I, I am not being paid to promote IKEA. I am just blurting about it because i love them so uh the units that is not ikea anyway so our house has been our our house isn't or well it's an all right size it's not an all right size in the sense that there's nowhere to put the dining table we do like having a dining table um so the living area ends up we've had to split it to be a dining room and a living room which is basically what causes a lot of our sort of <laughs> our, our issues with the house. We've also had a lot of stuff that we've had to do unexpectedly on the house. 
so that's not been so fun um but i think that's quite normal as well and to top it all off we actually have moved from a three bedroomed terraced yorkshire house where the top room the ups the it's four across four flo- floors with a basement a gigantic kitchen diner a lovely sized living room a hall which i loved and i really miss a double two double bedrooms and upstairs in the loft was like a, a room that went the whole length which could easily get split into two bedrooms or we had so much to do with uh, that we could have done with it um and then there was a bathroom upstairs which i really do miss that bathroom upstairs although potty training a toddler it's a lot easy a lot easier having a bathroom downstairs i have to admit if you if well if i get caught short if she gets caught short <laughs> it's easier just to quickly grab and chuck her in the chuck her in the bath whilst trying to manage everyone else around the uh, the whatever excretion is there at the time um rather than having to run upstairs with one child get them into a bath and then have to keep sort of like figuring out how you're going to clean up and make sure people don't tread through it and all of that sort of stuff i can see her from the living room so that's really handy so that yorkshire terrace was gigantic by comparison it was full of stuff and every time we've moved we've been given more stuff including when we moved into this house and trying to compact it all down into this tiny little house has been really difficult trying to find our feet in this house has been really difficult especially in stages where like that first year children are going through so many clothes with weaning with nappies with just growing like i mean for the first year there's four different sizes of five different sizes of clothes if you include newborn um and every other year after that there's either two in that second year or just one single size and obviously it depends on how quickly your kid grows but when we had sort of three kids and well we still have three kids and we're managing all of their clothes and inventory and one of them was going through clothes clothes sizes like they were going out of fashion in that first year it's been a hard journey to try and get on top of everything plus the toys they go through so many different stages of toys and now that they're that bit older we're sort of hitting the lego stage and learning what they actually like so we sort of get into a stage in life where we can declutter the big two are obviously at school like i said last week and they don't need as many clothes and i'm trying to really really sort of knuckle down and just get our space to a a more manageable state um i've spoken in the past about the fact that i had my anxiety and fibromyalgia really got bad um in 2014 i think it was when we had a bug infestation of dust mites in a damp house um unfortunately (laughs) our bath has been leaking in this house it has made the whole of downstairs very damp and we now have dust mites coming out our ears they're not really coming out our ears um which (laughs) they're not harmful they're in every house it's fine but obviously for me that is a massive mental trigger it's something that really i've never got back to the level of management of my fibro that i was at prior to that flare-up from the dust mites in the old house and it's been my base level of anxiety 
that from the last two weeks of the summer holidays when obviously the kids were still around obviously there was stuff everywhere and and it was just trying to manage that whilst being present for them and not trying to clean every corner of everything and bin everything because it's driving me mad and because now I'm like oh we need to get rid of it because dust mites um which it's like if you saw one I swear not my my mom when we first had them I would go look there's one and she would stand there for ages going where I have no idea what I'm looking at and they are so small and so sort of insignificant in in a house in a general living situation that if you were to see one you would just think it was a speck of dust which i suppose is why they're called dust mites they probably i think they feed off dust or something i don't know um but for me when i when i see a speck of dust a normal speck of dust if I'm in a state of high anxiety, I sit and stare at that speck of dust to check that it's not moving. And I can do that for up to a minute. <laughs> so so it's obviously I didn't want to waste the last two weeks of the summer holidays staring at specks of dust. So I had to get myself to a state where I was able to mentally accept that they were there. They're not hurting me. I am in control of myself and i am being present for the kids and they are they are just part of everyone's everyday life if you've got damp in your house you probably have dust mites around there um as like there's probably little concentrated areas that they live in and stuff do you know what i mean it's it's not it for a normal person <laughs> dust mites are nothing for a me a me um they're obviously they're obviously a trigger so the last two weeks of the summer i managed i managed my anxiety by really ramping up the amount of podcasts that i was listening to in time when i was doing housework or or whatever so i've i, I think i've mentioned before the fact that i've listened to the clutterbug podcast if you have not hit listened to cast from clutterbug clutterbug i highly recommend her um I will try and figure out if I can put a link into the notes for this to her podcast. I don't know if I can do that. I I will see if I can. Um, she is fantastic. I when I first started this podcast, I actually messaged her and said, "Cass, I've done it. I've started a podcast because you told me to in a random podcast that you did seven years ago or however long it was." And she was like, "Yes, go you." And I was like, "Yes, I'm doing it." And I've so I've started this podcast. Because in my mind, she was talking to me through the uh, through the speaker on my phone. Anyway, I've been listening to her to sort of figure out where once term starts, I can really knuckle down to give me that that extra motivation of like if I've picked something up in the house over the past three weeks now. It's been um, well, I've been doing it throughout the summer anyway. I'll come on to that in a second, but. Over the past three weeks in particular, if I've picked something up, it's either gone in the bin, in a charity bag, or away. If it doesn't live in any of, like, if it doesn't live somewhere, then the chances are that it doesn't need to live somewhere. So it's gone in a charity bag or a bin. If it does need to live somewhere and it hasn't got a place to live, I've had to create space. So that has been my way of doing things as I go along, which Cass is very good at 
telling you how to do that. So, so I highly recommend listening to her. And I've also been listening to sort of like help me get my head in the game for when term has started going right. Okay. What am I going to (laughs) do? How am I going to tackle this properly? So that first, when I did my podcast last week, I had spent the morning. Oh, well, it wasn't even the morning. I spent an hour and a half, maybe. Um, I'd had video. I'd done other bits. And I went, right, I'm going to declutter this corner of books. I was going to eat my frog, as she says. Um, And I'd been looking at that corner for weeks and just hadn't wanted to do it. And I was like, no, I'm going to do as Cass says and eat the frog. So I decluttered that corner of books. I put books on the shelf rather than in the so I made space on a shelf because there was stuff on a shelf that there shouldn't be in a Calax cube shelf um <laughs> so there's stuff on that shelf that shouldn't be there so I put that stuff away put it in the bin put the books that we wanted on the shelf got rid of other books and ones that lived in the bedroom I then cleared another sort of box set of shelves a smaller one and I knew that I wanted that in the kids' room so that they'd got shelves for their books in there rather than sort of having them out of reach because the shelves currently are in what will be Little Man's bedroom, which is currently their sort of playroom, is how I've organised it over the summer. And I moved that into there. So I've I've done all of that. I've cleared space. I've made it just that little bit more to what I want it to be. And I know it will be more manageable now because one, it's not got as much stuff in it. <laughs> and two, the kids aren't going to be around as much over the next few weeks. If I can get it back to a better state of being initially, then I can get it back to a state that will be more manageable, hopefully, when they are at home. And I want it more than anything to be a space that when they are at home now, in the short short bursts of time that they are here, I want them to wake up and come down into a relaxed environment in the morning and I want them to leave like sort of leave school and come home to a relaxed environment and also go up to bed from a relaxed environment. I'm not saying that they're not allowed to play with toys. They're allowed to play with toys but if I have it tidier initially, if I have less stuff in that room which is as I said it's serving two different functions anyway. It's a hard room to manage but if I have have it in a more relaxed state then i will be able to put stuff away and clear it easier and they will be able to relax more easily as well so that's the hope um i i've been also sort of trying to figure out how i'm gonna then tackle upstairs upstairs isn't too bad over the past few weeks we've emptied our chest of drawers of clothes (laughs) put them into a Calax unit, surprise, surprise, and swapped all the games that we have into the chest of drawers for now so that then we can clear those out. Clear the... I've still got to declutter. I'm currently looking at it. I definitely need to declutter and fix the top of the chest of drawers. And then I'm going to take that down. Probably get get rid of that to the scrap. The There's a... We've got a, um, a scrap shop type thing. So it's a place where people take their scrap stuff um that serves a purpose still but isn't really so it's not really good enough to go in the bin but it's not really good enough to go to charity and this chest of drawers it might be that someone wants it off facebook but the bottom drawer just needs a bit of tlc and and knobs come off on the second drawer do you know what i mean i'm just like but 
someone could actually do this chest of drawers up to be really nice. So I'm going to have a chat with them and see if they want it. Um, so that's my plan anyway, is to sort of go through our room, sort out upstairs, go through the clothes again. Now the kids are at school. Now they're not wearing clothes day in, day out. I'm going to go through, really try and lower our inventory of clothes because we do a load of washing every day anyway. This is something that I've tried to build up over the past year or so. Because as a family of five, it's just really difficult to manage the washing if you don't do that. As soon as I've missed a day, I start falling behind more and more. So I plan on trying to lower the inventory so we're still just doing a load a day. And really going through their toys and being really brutal <laughs> is the harsh word. But being really honest with myself about what they're using. I've tried to include them a few times with decluttering, but to be honest, there's too many of them at the moment for me to sit there and do that. If I'm trying to do it with one child, another one will come up and then it'll get into a whole other thing. And if I try to do it with all three, then they get distracted and they start playing. And so I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be strict with myself and go, right, I am going to have to do this and really look at what they play with and what they use and what I am actually just keeping because I would like them to play with and what I'm keeping because I'm not I'm not accepting of the fact that they are young enough uh, old enough to not play with it anymore so there's a lot of that sort of stuff there's a lot of work I need to do on myself here guys you can probably hear that so yeah but basically the aim of this podcast is to sort of tell you that sometimes when your environment is bad it is hard to get that mental clarity I've spoken again in my blog posts over the summer. It wasn't that easy to do podcasts, but I have done a few extra blog, blog posts to normal about sort of grounding myself throughout the summer. A lot of the reason I couldn't ground myself in the same way wasn't just because the kids were around and I found it harder, but also because our space just was in a bit of disarray. In mid-July, I rearranged it so that Upstairs was a like the little bedroom was a playroom for the kids and downstairs was more of an adult space and a crafting space. And that has worked that that function downstairs downstairs has worked really, really well over the summer. But upstairs it hasn't so much because there's so many toys and they just get everything out and everything's in clear bins and everything's labelled or obvious to me and it just isn't obvious to anyone else what's in there, even though I've I've macro organized it. I've taken out all the different little little boxes and sort of tried to make it obvious. I think that uh, to be honest, I think they've got too many toys and that is why everything comes out. So, but also it's just it's just not an ideal amount of stuff in the house in general. So, I actually spent a lot of the first few weeks listening to a slob comes clean who is um that's that's another podcast that I can highly recommend. So Dana from A Slob Comes Clean, um, she's she does she is sort of a self confessed slob as she puts it, and she has done loads of podcasts. I mean, going back years, and I've been listening to her loads about her journey, and it took me a while to sort of get where she was coming from. But actually, as I was then decluttering in little bits and bobs, listening to her talking about her decluttering sort of situation and her sort of getting on a on track to sort of a slob becoming clean um 
it all made sense and she has been a fantastic motivation over this summer on really knuckling down and getting rid of stuff and sort of cleaning and building up little micro habits and stuff like that and that has made such a difference so so in conclusion anyway if you're going to listen to two podcasts listen to a slob comes clean and clutterbug um if you want to get your house get on top of your house a little bit so those are my high recommendations and both of them have spoken about mental health in those ones they've spoken about the struggles when they're sort of trying to manage inventory when they're trying to manage their their life with kids and everything going on and they can't keep on top of the house and and that's and i very much felt in that place and i find every single holiday be it sort of october half term or christmas or summer holidays every single time i have found myself decluttering or tidying up the house or getting obsessed with things and i don't want to do that (laughs) i want to spend that time with my kids and i this summer i was really conscious that i wanted to not spend my time decluttering and obsessing over the house because it's so much messier the 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 fact of the matter is guys the kids were at home of course it's going to be messy of course that is going to be the situation and actually because i was so mindful of where i wanted to be focusing my time when i did then put time into getting rid of stuff and getting on top of things and making sure that i was moving inventory out the house and if i filled a bin bag or filled a charity bag i would go right this is it's going in the car it's got to go in the next few days because now that i've done that i want it out of the house i want to see that progress that i've made and that made such a difference i can highly recommend doing that but you do have to be strict with yourself which I'm not very good at doing, and say, right, I've got to do that trip to the charity shop now. Um, So yeah, so I've sort of lost my track a little bit. I don't think I've lost my track. I think basically I've finished talking. So I'm going to sum up with a, the state of the house can really, really impact your mental health. It can really impact the way that you're feeling, the way that the kids are feeling, our kids, if if it's a mess, they just don't play as well and it everyone's tension is generally higher they pick up on the fact that i'm more tense pick up on the fact that my husband's more tense probably because i'm going look can you just do this please <laughs> and he's doing it and i'm like but you haven't done this as well and i'm just sort of generally in a like ah there's too much to do sate so the the state of your house impacts your mental health i'm not saying go and tidy your, your house constantly now because that is so not achievable you've still got to make that that mindful time for yourself you've still got to make that time for you you've got to make that time for your children you've got to make that time to just reconnect with the present moment but sometimes changing the way that you look at things sort of for me i've had to sort of look at the decluttering and stuff and go actually this is for me because i don't want to spend my life doing like dealing with all of this inventory so this is actually a little bit of self-care sort of rephrasing the way that i think about that to being a bit of self-care and putting a podcast on whilst i do it which again is for me has helped me to sort of come to terms with things and deal with the the inventory issue and deal with the state of the house and manage that anxiety as well with all the bugs because 
when I first had that anxiety attack, it was the first time I ever really decluttered in my life. I just binned everything. Um, obviously not enough because now it's still in this house. But I binned a lot of stuff. And I, I have sort of had to manage the anxiety in a different way this time because I've got the kids. And whilst I have to come first to look after them, they also have to come first <laughs> in the sense that I need to look after myself and not let that anxiety consume me so that I can be present for them, so that I can give them the time that they need, especially at these young ages, especially in what precious little time we get together. Um, so, so yeah, so listening to A Slob Comes Clean, listening to Clutterbug, I have really managed this summer to get on top of the house a little bit, to declutter for me, to declutter to manage my anxiety without letting it overwhelm me. Um, and using mental anchors like lavender, burning incense, um, and crystals. I, I, I'm sure I will mention the crystal shop in Solihull if you haven't already been, um, at another point, but doing things like that for myself throughout the day, listening to podcasts, taking that moment, mindfully taking that moment for myself has helped me to achieve more with sorting the house out and achieve more with managing my mental health in a difficult time. So with that, I am going to leave you with a nice deep breath. Do it with me. And out. And I will speak to you soon.